0: Hello and welcome to the Entertainment Plaza Games, where once a week, every week, we try to give you what is hip and happening in the gaming community. I am your host Brian Plaza, and I'm accompanied by my brother Moses. How you doing? Oh man, I'm doing great, bro. Let me tell you why. You
1: were at work today. I've literally, <clears throat> I've been up since like eight o'clock. I slept in a little bit, you know. I usually, I usually uh, wake up around five thirty, you know, to go to work. Be there at seven. Today, I slept in till 8. I had a a banging breakfast, man. I had over easy eggs I made myself. I had some hash browns, some avocado, bacon. Dude, it was banging. Some cheddar cheese, sharp cheddar, not regular cheddar. It was banging. Then, you know, I was like, you know what? I've had a flat on this Jeep for about 15 years now. Um, I thought I fixed it at your house. Nope, I didn't. That valve kept leaking. So I uh, changed that tire, those tires. Look, guys, I don't know if you knew this, but I got 20 by 12s, right? They're made by fuel. These things are about 400 pounds a piece. So, no wonder I yep. get like nine gallons to the mile or whatever this shit's called. Or, or, <laughs> not, or nine miles to the gallon, I should say. So, I changed that. I come inside. I'm all sweaty. I was like, damn, I look sexy. I was glistening and shit. But then I said to myself, self, myself said, mm-hmm. you should probably shower. So, I went and showered. You know what I mean? I was naked, in case you were wondering. And then, you know, oh, I dried yeah, yeah, myself, yeah. got changed. My mom came over, brought me some rice. Some chicken it was banging i just ate it before this podcast but in between time and in the meantime i must have done let me see how many things i've did and i did I, I recorded them all you know what i mean i had a list here of things i wanted to do so i did we're doing the tep game we did get grandma's boy review yesterday i reviewed mission impossible one and two today i did a wakanda forever trailer reaction today ball Ooh. guys gameplay mario kart gameplay DC versus Vampires review dude it's been all day and I'm freaking loving it like i literally figured out that I could do this for a living full time and I'm not tired I'm not cursing out my job I will be tomorrow because I'll be there at 7 o'clock in the morning like you were today but yeah so needless to say it's been a good day
0: that is great man and I am kind of jealous that you had such a nice beautiful breakfast because yeah. I had air you know <laughs> that kind of sucked yeah, but
1: but, th- but it tastes good. We that warehouse, won. I know that t- it was zesty. That air was zesty because that warehouse is full of dust. You know. I mean? Yeah,
0: it, it was it was a little zesty. I'm not going to lie, it had some uh, <laughs> flavor to it. Yeah, as they say um, in France. Yeah, in France, but. Without you know further ado, we're going to go ahead and we're going to start talking about our plaza report here. We do have about five stories, yes, so sir. if you guys just want to bear with us, it's going to be short, sweet, and simple. We're going to knock it out. We're going to make sure that everybody you know has as much information as possible. So Moses, if you want to go ahead and kick it off.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. So our first story is uh, from, I believe, Kotaku. It's written by... Let's see, who is it written by? Does it? Oh, by Andy Robinson. So it goes a little something like this. Tag team, back again, checks over Alex. I'm just playing. That's an old rap song. I don't know if you knew it or not. Anyways, <laughs> Sony says it believes Xbox owning Call of Duty could influence users' console choice. Well, no crap, Sony. Regulatory docs revealed the PlayStation firm's thoughts on the Activision Blizzard acquisition. Sony believes Call of Duty could inspire users to switch to Xbox following Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. That's according to the company's official response to questions from the Brazil's regulatory body, first spotted by Resetera. I believe that's a news outlet in Brazil, which, like many regions, is currently studying the proposed deal for approval. Along with other companies such as Ubisoft, Amazon, and Google, Sony's responses to several questions about the proposed acquisition has have been published in fooled by the Brazilian government. Sony's response, transcribed by VGC, mostly outline, outlines the. I said outloins. <laughs> Loins, Mostly outlines the yeah. current state of AAA game development for the Brazilian regulator, or oh, regulator regulator. Dude, it's been a long day, but a good day. Okay. However, large portions highlight the importance that, uh, the importance the PlayStation firm puts in Call of Duty, a franchise which it claims influences users' console choice. In this questionnaire, answers, Sony calls Call of Duty an essential game, a blockbuster, a AAA-type game that has no rivals. According to a 2019 study, the importance of Call of Duty to entertainment, in general, is indescribable, the company said. The brand was the only video game IP to break into the top 10 of all entertainment brands among fans, joining powerhouses such as Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and the Lord of the Rings um, trilogy. Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console, and its community of loyal, loyal users is entrenched enough that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, it would not be able to rival it. Sony went on to explain how the huge resources Activision puts behind Call of Duty are the core reason why it believes the first-person shooter series is unlikely to be rivaled by a competitor. Each annual Call of Duty release takes around three to five years to develop. As Activision releases one Call of Duty game per year, this equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars, it explained. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio including A studios. Also, given its plans to recruit 2,000 additional developers by 2021, well, that's wrong. Activision probably expects Call of Duty to become even more su- successful in the future. No other developer can devote the same level of resources and expertise in in-game development. Even if they could do that, Call of Duty is overly entrenched so that no rival, no matter how relevant they are, can catch up. Sony went on to note that Call of Duty has been the top-selling game for almost every year for the past decade and, for its genre, it is overwhelmingly the best-selling game. It is synonymous with first-person shooter games and essentially defines the category. It said, this is also demonstrated by player engagement on social media. Call of Duty has over 24 million followers on Facebook versus 7 million for Battlefield and 12 million followers on Instagram versus 2 million for Battlefield. It added, to say the least, players would be unlikely to switch to alternative, to alternative games as they would lose that familiarity those skills and even the friends they made playing the Call of Duty games. Even in weaker years like 2021, Call of Duty still managed to outperform most, most other games by a considerable margin. Call of Duty Vanguard, for example, was widely regarded as a weaker than previous year's titles, but was still one of the best selling games of 2021. In other words, even in a bad year, players remain loyal to the brand and continue to buy the game. So, well, let me ask you first, Brian, I, you're a big Call of Duty, well, you used to be, I don't know if you still are, but a Call of Duty Warzone guy. Um, how do you feel about Sony's statement that it's going to make people go from PS5 to Microsoft or to buy a, a a Series X because they now own Activision and therefore therefore own Call of Duty?
0: Well, I mean, like you, I definitely do believe. You know, no crap. They're they're going to definitely want to move over because if they start making it a exclusive, like a console exclusive, then yeah, Call of Duty is just one of those games where it can be a huge game changer in the industry. Um when they said that Call of Duty has no rival, they're 100% true. Battlefield had been going toe to toe with Call of Duty for a while and now they're just falling by the wayside. Yeah. You can't keep up. Call of Duty's forever changing and yeah, you know, they have, you know, some bad years where there's some bad games, but the player base has always stayed The player base has always complained oh this is a trash game but what are they still doing they're still playing it
1: yeah the same
0: amount of people so you know it's definitely something that uh sony should be keeping an eye out for and maybe try to make like a deal you know with maybe microsoft to where they can kind of still keep it on the playstation so that they're not losing a tremendous amount of their player base that's gonna go straight to xbox So, you know, this is definitely something that's really big in the gaming community, and this is a huge one-up for Microsoft. Yeah.
1: I I know Microsoft, they did say, and it says on the um, article here, says Microsoft's head of gaming also subsequently confirmed his intention uh, to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation platforms once Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard is completed. So they are intending to still keep it on PlayStation. What may happen is what's been happening in the past is like PlayStation had the rights to uh, certain DLC for two or three months sooner than Xbox could get it, you know? Right. Xbox owns it now, so you know, that's probably going to switch, but that's probably what's going to happen. And also, the fact that it might be on Game Pass, you know, day one is, is yeah. gonna, that's what's really going to get people to come over to Xbox or, or even play Game Pass um, for a PC, because if you can get it free there, instead of spending $70 on a PS5, that's where you're going to go. Um, they also did say on the article however it was later claimed that Activision Blizzard is contractually committed to releasing only the next three Call of Duty games for PlayStation consoles including this year's Modern Warfare 2 so if they do go you know rumor is they're not going to go yearly anymore so it'll be Modern Warfare 2 this year which I actually think I might pick up because their campaign looks dope I do want to play the Cold War campaign but I'm not buying that game so I'm hoping it does come to Game Pass at some point but um, Modern Warfare Two, um, they're saying we're not sure if it's gonna. There's one going to be out next year. They're they're saying they might skip next year and do like every two years instead of every year, so that they can focus more on making a better game, so to speak. Um, right. And then there's also Warzone. You know, Warzone's free to play. That's that's going to stay on PlayStation as well. So that's going to be like pick your poison where you want to play with that one. So, um, you know, Call of Duty for sure is still going to be at least, including this year, the next three years. If they don't release every year, it's probably gonna be for another five to six years. You know what I mean? Um, right. I don't think. I think. Um. I think Microsoft would be dumb to not put it on PlayStation, only because even if it's free on Game Pass for us Game Pass subscribers, they're gonna sell millions of this game on PlayStation. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um. I i i get where PlayStation's coming from, and I think that it's more so because of Game Pass, but. I don't think they have anything to worry about. You know, that's Xbox is still. They still need to show us that they can make a good game. So, um, you know, they do have great games, but there's nothing on Xbox that like there is on PlayStation with you know these right. uh, super like triple A games. But yeah. So enough about Call of Duty. Moving on to story number two, I'll pass that on to you.
0: All right. So story number two. I didn't know this, and you guys might not have known this either, but. Today, this morning, Sony did announce that they are discontinuing a PS5 launch feature, one that probably nobody's ever used. I know that I haven't. But the PlayStation 5 obviously has been the current console for just under two years, having been released on November 12th of 2020. In the U.S. at launch, there were a number of new features associated with the console, such as game help cards, activity cards, and others one of those new features was the accolades system if you're like me obviously you didn't know that this feature existed before it made its way into headlines as for why it's because the launch feature is being discontinued in the fall of 2022 according to sony now in fall of 2022 the accolades feature on playstation 5 will no longer be supported an update from sony reads this morning the feature hasn't seen the level of usage we anticipated, so we are refocusing our efforts. We encourage the community to continue to spend, send positive messages to one another. Now, if you're curious about what the heck accolades were, it was in light of its forthcoming um, discontinuation, it allowed players to give accolades um, or positive encouragement to other players they came across online. Right. You could give another player like a helpful um, welcoming or a good sport accolade based on what it was like playing with them. You were only allowed to give one accolade per match and you could only give them to players who weren't your friends. Now as for why Sony kept track of your accolades um, other players could view them but like they said they just weren't getting the revenue off of this accolade system that they had you know wanted. Um, personally, I had no idea this was a thing. I do know that Overwatch does have, like, in game their own sort of accolade system where you vote for um, the top four players of the match based okay. off of what they've done, and you could give them endorsement, and that goes by, like, level. So I'm, like, a level three endorsement. People have just been giving me, like, shot caller or good teammate or good sport. You know, something like that. So that's yeah. kind of what this system was. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, it's kind of being thrown away. Um, I don't even know where to find it on my PS5. <laughs> I don't even know where, you know, some of these other features from launch are on my PS5. You know, it's something that I've never heard of. Um, and, you know, they are kind of encouraging people to kind of use it within the next couple of months to see if maybe they can get, like some sort of traffic off of this accolade system but I didn't know it was there before I don't really care to know that it's yeah, there yeah, now exactly. I'm not going to use it what do you think
1: uh, yeah that's I, I kind of remember hearing something about it in the past but I, I couldn't tell you where to find it I don't know what the heck it really is for even with you explaining it it's like alright okay like and yeah. you know so yeah I mean I'm I'm kind of glad that if it's not being used um, you know how it's intended to be used. That Sony's just going to stop, you know, supporting it and put that manpower somewhere else. You know what I mean? So they have yep. a lot of new uh, things that they just released that we talked about in one of the past uh, TEP games. And um, you know, so they they can focus everything on that, on games, or just making the UI better, or doing more things with the folders, so on and so forth. So that's how, kind of what I feel about it. You know what I mean? Right. I don't necessarily care. I wish they would come back. Do you remember uh PlayStation Home? That's what I kind of want to Yes. um you know wish they would come back with so um but we'll see, you know.
0: Yep, definitely. I think that will end it for story number 2. So story number 3 is all up to you, buddy. All right. This is from
1: IGN is written by Adam Bankhurst. It's Space War, the first known video game ever made, is now playable on an analog pocket. Uh, Spaceball was, or Space War, was released on the PDP-1 in 1962. Um, so, yeah, I know, right? So that is uh, Space War, the first known digital video game ever made, is now available on the analog pocket thanks to the new PDP Core One. PDP One Core developed with OpenFPGA. FPGA, or Field Programmable Gate Array, is a type of integrated circuit that can be reconfigured after it's manufactured. On the other hand, OpenFPGA, on the other hand, is the first purpose-built FPGA-driven hardware and ecosystem designed for third-party development of video game hardware. It was also created specifically for preserving video game history, which is good. That's the whole purpose of this article. Space War is obviously a big part of video game history, and a third-party developer has painstakingly recreated. The game released on the PDP-1 in 1962 by developers at MIT using public domain open source code for OpenFPGA. Video game preservation has always had a big question mark next to it, especially when companies like Nintendo plan to shut down its Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShops and making it even harder to play older games. Hopefully, with this new development, less games will be lost to the history books. Space War was inspired by science fiction books written by E.E. Doc Smith, and developed by a group of MIT students who wished to make a space simulation video game. It was a space shooter and a two-player versus style game that featured orbital mechanics around a gravitational star. It was developed to be played by custom control boxes that were essentially also the first video game controller. The PDP-1 had... Oh, God, it's got a The PDP-1 had a 1024 by 1024 CRT. I know you're looking over here. It's a little gnat in the basement. I don't know how I got here, but (laughs) it just smacked me in the left side of the cheek. (laughs) At a one 1024 by 1024 crt vector display and space war itself used it to the fullest with its beautiful blue and green phosphors trailing bursting and decaying amidst modernist hexagons that was a lot that was a lot but yeah so i mean you know the reason i'm i'm, I'm curious about this news article is because you know game preservation seems to be dying along with you know, especially now where everything's going to digital. I mean, there even there's rumors that the next PlayStation, the next Xbox, there won't be any um, physical media to go with it. So, yeah, that's still about five years ago away, six years, seven years maybe. But if anybody's still going to do physical media, it'll be Nintendo. You know, because they're about a generation yeah. behind. But the fact that this company is helping preserve games like Space Wars is pretty dope. Uh, what what's your like? Opinion about video
0: game preservation
1: and games like Space Wars.
0: Well, definitely, um, I agree with you. As um, on the point that video game uh, preservation is starting to slowly die off. Right. Um, you know, I definitely think that it is uh, an awesome idea uh, what they came up with um, to kind of preserve, you know, older games. This is this is a game that's coming back that nobody's probably played in who knows how many years. Um, you know, I've never played it, obviously. I wasn't alive in the 60s. (laughs) Um, so, you know, to be able to play it for the first time, that'd be really cool. Um, the analog pocket, that thing is like, you know, another Game Boy, except just powerful. Dude, I want that thing so bad. Yeah, it looks, it looks almost exactly like a Game Boy. Yeah. And, you know, it's just another cool innovation. Um so you know hopefully if they're you know able to kind of keep up with the technology um they can then reach out to like other companies like nintendo or um playstation or xbox and see you know if they can kind of get their their hands on preserving old games because to a lot of us some of the newer games yeah they're cool but they just don't have that nostalgic factor because they're new. They don't really give you that, you know, man, I really want to go back and play this, you know. Yeah, you play a new game, you beat it, it was awesome, but, you know, playing Call of Duty Black Ops 2, (laughs) I'd love to go back to that, you know. But all the servers, I'm pretty sure for that, just got shut down. Yep, yep. So, you know, it's just if they're able to do this, you know, the sky's the limit, and I definitely encourage them to, you know, do their best and kind of reach out there and see how far they can get because it's, you know, an innovation. It's technology. It's a great thing. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, kudos to Analog Pocket. You know, hopefully, you know, they're being supported in this too where if they reach out to companies that own these IPs and say, hey, look, this game hasn't been out forever. We want to recreate it or preserve it on the Analog Pocket. You know and they say yeah go right ahead you know and then whatever money they make off of that game they split it somehow or whatever it may be but yeah that's cool man i mean video game preservation is important especially these days where everything's going to digital and you know again it might be half a decade and we might not have any more physical media so you know the, if you have any physical media now hold on to that because it's going to be worth some money yeah very soon but um that was story number three we'll move on to story number four i'll send that over to you brian
0: all right, so you guys know last week I was complaining and talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and you know I told Nintendo to kind of get their heads out their asses and Very do nice. something about letting us know what is going on well, they must absolutely love us because on their Instagram um on Pokemon's Instagram they put out this morning uh Pokemon presents which is kind of like a direct, uh, but it's just Pokemon-related. And that is going to be this Wednesday. The Instagram post does read, Tune in to our YouTube channel on Wednesday, August 3rd at 6 a.m. Pacific Time for a Pokemon Presents video presentation with updates on Pokemon apps and video games, including Scarlet and Violet. So, hopefully... Um, you know I don't care about all the other Pokemon apps and stuff like that on mobile because they're just kind of there for entertainment Right? they're not really you know like a huge part of the Pokemon franchise in my opinion at least Um, I mean Pokemon Go is you know it's a it's crazy game there. there's so
1: many people still playing that
0: yeah seriously um, I hop on that, you know, from time to time to do remote raids with some of my friends right. and try to get, you know, five-star legendaries and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, what I'm really waiting for is I know they're going to throw it in at the end because they always right, do course. it, but Scarlet yeah. and Violet, and I'm hoping it's going to be more than, you know, like a two-minute thing where they just kind of rush it through and be like hey this is when it's coming out this is what you're going to see have a great rest of your day yeah. because i might just email nintendo with a very wordy email <laughs> and uh you know tell them that they have to do a lot better with what they just did um i'm hoping for you know an article kind of yeah. kind of like what we're doing you know huge information and i want to know like when it's dropping, if it's delayed, if, you know, what's coming out, the new Pokemon, the actual premise, you know, stuff like that. I don't want to keep getting things from leaks because I feel like yeah. eventually it's going to start ruining the game. I want to hear... Yeah, I want to I hear, yeah, I, I, I hear everything come from, you know, Nintendo themselves. This is what it is, this is what you're seeing, you know, and kind of give those leakers that um how would you say it? like a reputable type yeah uh thing. You know, I you know, are they real? Did they yeah. get those leaks or is it fake? Has they have they just been, you know, pulling us by this by our tails the entire time and leading us down a path that's completely different from what they've planned. So, you know, I'm definitely excited. Um I'm probably gonna be, you know, waiting for that to drop, listening to it, and if I can't catch it live, they're gonna have it up anyway. So I'll probably you know, listen to it while I'm at work or something. If I, I would have the time, I definitely had to
1: react to it that day. You know, when when did you say it was?
0: Oh, uh, it's gonna be this Wednesday. Oh, okay. That's that's
1: quicker than what I thought it would be. Yeah, they have to do a lot more. Um, I think they're starting to realize that a lot of stuff is starting to be leaked, and people are wondering when are they're go- when they're gonna, um, you know, actually talk about it and debunk these rumors, or you know, say that yeah, these rumors are true. So hopefully, there is a lot more than just. Two minutes of Scarlet Violet, you know, or another, just another trailer number three, which would be kind of yeah. whack, but yeah, I mean, I think they've been uh listening to our podcast, because, I mean, Shigeru Miyamoto, he, he he hit me up, he was like, Masuhiro Sakurai, and I was like, yeah, bro, you got to oh. put it up, bro, you know what I mean, so, and he now, was like, yeah, me you're, is pretty good you're, pretty pissing, yeah. you're pissing off, uh, Brian, and they're like, oh, so sorry, and then that's it, yeah. you know, so, there you go, this Wednesday, that was just for you, yep. bro, you're welcome.
0: But, <laughs> I think that ends story number four I believe so the last story if you want to go ahead and take it away
1: yeah so the last story is about uh Destiny 2 Bungie and active um Bungie and Destiny are suing a bunch of people for harassment so let me bring up the article here it's from Axios oh man ads ads so the question is why Bungie keeps suing video game harassers and cheaters so Destiny creator Bungie unusual spate of lawsuits against cheaters and harassers is part of a legal strategy to improve the community around this games the the studio's top lawyer tells Axios oh, I'm trying to bring up some There we go some gameplay for this here one second boom why it matters Bungie is taking actions against behaviors often viewed as the unavoidable wounds incurred by making or playing games What they're saying, we have seen historically that bad actors will often be tolerated because the people with the skills and power to remove them do not focus their efforts there. Bungie General Counsel, um, Don McGowan tells Axios. To put it simply, we we disagree. In our view, removing harassment and abuse from our community is not only the right thing to do, it is also good business. The company has been suing a lot in the past year. Summer 2021, Bungie files five lawsuits, three on the same day one joined by ubisoft against the makers and sellers of programs that let people cheat in destiny's multiplayer matches yes thank you that's a good thing oh my goodness spring 2022 bungie sues a player who allegedly impersonated the company to trigger nearly 100 bogus youtube copyright takedowns against popular fan run accounts (laughs) that's crazy (laughs) summer 2022 bungie sues a player they say repeatedly threatened one of their employees Mused publicly about burning the studio down and sold game items in violation of the studio's copyright. Between the lines, Bungie isn't Bungie isn't the first studio to sue perceived bad actors, though it might be the most aggressive. Many game companies may avoid filing suits because they don't think they can identify anonymous online perpetrators or don't think they can recover the cost of pursuing cheaters, harassers, and abusers. Abusers, McGowan says. But Bungie. Founded 31 years ago, has been laying groundwork for this strategy since 2020. A year after a split from the publisher Activision and the year it hired McGowan, the former longtime top lawyer for the fam- famously litigious Pokemon Company International. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Pokemon. Again. Under McGowan, Bungie initially targeted cheater- cheaters in a strategic push. This is an issue that impacts many studios across the industry and is critical to deal with with it to maintain a healthy and happy community that wants to play your game, he says. Harassers of Bungie's developers, a problem so chronic the studio recently said it was dialing back communications with fans are in the crosshairs now too. Bungie workers do not dissolve any of, deserve any of the mistreatment that is sometimes directed their way, McGowan says. They are doing a job and as their lawyer, my team and I have, set of skills, have a set of skills that make it possible for us to defend them as well as the integrity of our players' experience. So, I think it's a good thing, you know what I mean? I thought they were going to go after like people online, you know, playing uh, Right. you know, Games And then, you know, I'm playing with you and, and essentially teabagging you or saying, oh, you're whack or doing this or that. You know what I mean? That I right. thought was going to be too much. But, yeah, to go after cheaters, that's great. Because there's sometimes, I swear, I play like Halo, and I'm just like, there's no way that I'm not hitting this dude right now. And he hits me once and I'm dead. You know what I mean? And you can kind of tell when you're playing against cheaters like that. But um how do you feel about Bungie? Or companies like this in general going after you know us small folks that harass and cheat.
0: Well, I think that the crackdown is definitely something that's been long overdue. Um, Because I mean, let's be honest, cheaters kind of make the gaming scene whack. Yeah. Um, It's it's hard to have fun when you know you join into a lobby and I'm going to use Call of Duty as an example. You join into the lobby and you know, the one dude on the enemy team is going a hundred and ten and five, yeah. if yeah. that, and he's just dropping nukes everywhere. Like, what do you do? You spawn in, you die, you spawn again, you die. Yeah. Like something like that isn't allowed. It's just not, fun. and um, or shouldn't be allowed, I should say. Um, so the crackdown, like I said, is just it's long overdue, and I feel like some of the smaller companies, um, kind of. I get that they're scared but i feel like they kind of still do have a little bit of power over finding you know some of these cheaters yeah because agree a while back i you know playstation is a bigger company obviously sony's a bigger company but a while back i got banned for a month um (laughs) for what now so it was a funny story i was playing overwatch with my friends and whatever and um i just uh this one guy teabagged me after he killed me yeah so, I went after him the entire match, and I kept killing him. <laughs> and then I teabagged him every time I killed him. Uh-huh. Well, he messaged me, and he called me trash and a couple other choice words. Yeah. And I guess he must have thought that I was a female, because he, he then said to me, he goes, well, I'll forget this if you send me nudes. Wow. And I'm like, what kind of person are you? So... <laughs> Me being the person I am, I went straight to Google and found a picture of a obscenely large um, black penis oh. and sent it to him. Well, immediately oh, within the, I'd say like 24 hours, banned. <laughs> I called PlayStation. Oh, I my God. looked up their support number and I talked to one of the representatives And I said, look, this is my issue. He said, well, what's your player ID? So I gave it to him. Yeah. And um, he goes, okay, so this is, and then he says my name. Yeah. Off of my player ID, he says my name. Your government name. And I'm like, yeah, my Uh, government name. And I'm like, oh, so obviously this guy has, like, all of my information. So he knows who I am. And, you know, I explained to him the situation, and I told him, I said, look, I get it. I'm in the wrong. I really shouldn't have sent that. But I mean, the dude was trying to like elicit nudes and now imagine if it was someone else. Yeah. And so the guy was like, well, unfortunately it's not up to me. There's other people who kind of do the ban. um, So I can't lift it for you. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I understand. I went straight to my Smurf account because, <laughs> you know, I-, I was perfectly fine. Um, so I unfortunately I had to wait a month but you know going back to the original point those companies are able to find those people yeah that's crazy you know first of all how they you, knew, you never tell me about this
1: story I'm just finding this out now that's funny I, I swear
0: I thought I might have <laughs> said something because I definitely mentioned it to like my parents yeah um because I was cracking up as I'm walking <laughs> down the steps and you know they're asking me what the heck happened I said well I just caught a month ban on Playstation oh my goodness um <laughs> And you know, that was a whole I was a whole fiasco. It was fun, it was great. Um, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> Cause I you know, the bands just get progressively worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, they're they're able to tell who you are. Like I was shocked off of my player ID. This person said my government name. That's funny. And I'm like, okay, so you know, I can understand how smaller companies kind of do feel a little a little intimidated and stuff like that but they have all the resources the players are in their database yeah and you know it might it kind of Ooh, i just smacked my mic hopefully nobody heard that but (laughs) um you know i i don't know if it kind of draws a line of like breaching you know human kind of or you know your rights i guess you could say yeah i don't know um and I like to me that kind of like walks a really really thin line. Yeah. But I feel like if you're doing something that's deliberately um, taking part of someone's fun or destroying a game, you kind of have what's coming to you. Yeah, you kind of deserve you know what I mean? what's coming. Exactly. Right. So you know that's kind of my take on it. Um, I feel like they could do a lot more if they, you know, kind of. Step out of that that little shell of oh I'm afraid, yeah. Um, and kind of take that legal action right away and figure out you know how far can I take this? How far can I look into this certain player's information and find out you know how to deal with them accordingly? Right. Because I mean, less than 24 hours, I my account was taken from me. That is so, so hilarious, bro. yeah so you know they can like i said they can definitely do something about it it's just if they're willing to kind of take that extra step you know
1: well in that case you know kudos to Bungie for doing it you know what i mean i mean yeah they're a big company but at the end of the day all they really have is like destiny you know they yeah they're the creators of halo and whatnot but you know now they're under the sony umbrella so um yeah you know, so don't get caught sending big black penises anymore because Sony's gonna come after you even more. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> oh, that's great, but yeah, man. So that's all the stories we have for you today. Um, unless Brian has something else for you, we good to go. Uh, I do not. All right, man. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. You are watching the Entertainment Plaza games. Um, catch us on Twitch TV slash the Entertainment Plaza. Catch us on YouTube.com slash the Entertainment Plaza. Podcast services around the world. That's Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then your social medias. Facebook, Mi Gente, MySpace, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We're everywhere. But without further ado, this was TEP Games. We'll check you guys out later. Peace.
0: Hasta luego.